Jackson. The head injustice, then you come to the right place. Today, I will be talking about the Vanessa Gijens Act. And I will be talking about foreshadowing. All right, it has been a journey getting here <laughs> <laughs> to episode five. Um, we had a lot of technical difficulties this evening, brought to us mostly by my co host. What's that? Ah. What was that word? Co host. My co-host, mm. Susanna. Ah, eh, my ass. Okay, between you and Bonnie and this building, I just don't know. I just don't know. What to do with my time? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's been a lot of this. It's been a lot of saying. <laughs> but to be fair to Susanna, she's a bit high. Um, high. Yes. Ish. High-ish. Tell the people what's going on. Well... I just had my surgery on, what, three days ago? Yes, three? on Monday. Well, <laughs> I had my surgery a couple days ago. Uh-huh. And one of the juices they asked me to have <laughs> for pain is Tylenol 3. I always thought that, hi, Susanna will be fine. She's not fine. She's slow. Okay. Very slow. So that's what we're in for today? No. I'm coming out of the high, but I'm still some of it. Yeah, but I don't want you to have pain while we're recording, so. No, I'm not in pain. I'm very comfortable. All right. And you know what else? Bunny had her surgery. Yes. So basically, I'm surrounded by two post-op patients. That's right. Very whiny. Bunny has had quite the personality change (laughs) since she came back from surgery. She's super mouthy. That's right. Mm -hmm. She barks now. I'm I'm sure you're wondering... What kind of dog doesn't bark? Bunny. Well, Bunny. She was in pain. 1.0. Yeah. It turns out all this time she was probably in pain. I'm so happy that's only Bunny, the one that's giving you trouble. You Bullshit. should be grateful that Bullshit. I'm not the one giving Bullshit. you the trouble. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so, I'm just glad. I'm glad. I'm very happy. Susanna's had her surgery. Bunny's had her surgery. They're both doing well. And that is all that matters today in this moment i am going to try to forgive you for your lunacy and the craziness for the entire afternoon getting us to this point honestly you did sign up for that if you want to see what it's like (laughs) working with susanna (laughs) go on instagram (laughs) okay there's gonna be a video clip we've decided to start including little video clips so you all could see some behind the scenes Maybe some promos for the upcoming episodes. Well, Susanna was always on board for audio, audio and visual. Mia yeah. was just audio. I just want to have the possibility of video if we yeah. ever go there. But when I, after I thought about it, after we mm-hmm. started recording and actually started putting out video, not video, sorry, episodes out mm-hmm. for our listeners, mm-hmm. I realized if I was a listener. I would want to see what they look like because I did stalk several of the people whose podcasts I listen to. Like there are tons of podcasts I like. Mm -hmm. And when I thought back on it, I would go online, look them up because you're listening to their voice and you're trying to put a face to the voice, you know? But how did you do on, on those audio, audio book situation? I'm not an audio book listener. I like to read like with my own two eye, right? Okay, but in your mind, when you're reading a book, yes, and the author, 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 author is describing the person. You have a 
space in your yeah like something i imagined mm-hmm. or someone rather that i imagined yeah and i actually really hate when i see who they cast to yes. do things in a movie because yeah. they're almost never what i imagined in my head i'm gonna say i read 50 chase of grades more than i would ever admit okay but you're telling the people now that's <laughs> more than once right okay <laughs> I don't care how many times she had. I have read the description on him. Yes, Christian Grey, in my head. Yes, is black. All right. You know, I could see that. I get, could see, but don't get me I can see that. No, no, no. I can see that. I can mm-hmm. see that because I read the book also, and mm-hmm. in my head, I pictured a white guy because that's how they described. And mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about, I think you mean more of his personality, swag, that kind of thing. You probably imagined him to be in black. But yeah. they did describe him, you know, I think there was times when she passed her hand through his, like, wavy hair and did a yeah. You knew yeah. it wasn't this black guy. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think they did a bad job casting him. I mean, on the face of it, I find Fifty Shades of Grey disturbing. Because he yeah. basically stalked her mm-hmm. and forced her into this relationship. <laughs> but it was okay because he was rich. You know, that's what this story told us. That, that's what my, that was yeah. my takeaway. I'm not saying that was the author's intention. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I figure she was willing to put up with him because not only was he hot, but he was also rich. Listen, somebody takes me on mm-hmm. an helicopter. Ride. The helicopter ride. <laughs> <laughs> for the first date yeah i dropped him really yeah scared well oh i thought you meant like you dropped your pants oh, no, well, that no, too, no 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 <laughs> i would also that the date would be done because mm-hmm. first of all like no my I hands are sweating now. flying is problematic <laughs> <laughs> because it is a suspended box being manned by a human you don't know what kind of mood they're in that day yeah i just i don't know i feel like i just always have bad flying experiences one time i remember we were on this overnight flight to Mm -hmm. london it was just me it wasn't we it was me Mm -hmm. and this woman god bless her she was traveling with two toddlers yeah i know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she was sitting in the same row as me but not next to me but her babies cried all night And they didn't just cry. She had her hand on one. One was younger than the other one, obviously. So that one needed more attention. The other one would obviously escape her. So he's Mm -hmm. gone running up and down the aisles, terrorizing the village. She has to keep calling him back. But she has the other one who's screaming. Mm -hmm. And they scream and they cry and they run and they scream and they cry. And all I felt was sympathy. (laughs) I'm trying not to be mad, you know, but I know other people were getting mad. I'm like, look, this woman has to travel with these two children by herself. That's mad. But really what got me was that they cried and acted crazy all night. The moment the sun came up, they both knocked out and went to sleep. Those are kids for you. Listen, Mm -hmm. I know you know what a stoops is. The people listening may not know what a stoops is. (laughs) (laughs) But a stoops is like this noise you make. (laughs) And it's Uh like something you do when you're just utterly fed up, right? And I have never heard strangers stoops in unison before (laughs) until these babies went to sleep as the sun was coming up. It's like the whole plane was like, 
You kidding me? <laughs> yeah. It's hard to predict how the kids are going to behave yeah. on a plane, especially yeah. if is this the first mm -hmm. time. And it was just her by hard. herself with two of mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. I would imagine the older one was about two. Oh. Two, maybe three, maybe mm -hmm. three. And the other one was probably like one, one and a half. Mm -hmm. That math doesn't add up. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> of course it does. But I'm going to say something because I have to. Okay. Trust me, that mother was as bothered as everybody else on that plane. That I believe. And yeah. she was judging herself yeah. more than anybody Yeah. or everybody on that plane combined. Mm -hmm. So give a girl a smile. Yeah. Because no mom wants to be like, Okay, I have these two brats, and I need to share my message to the world. Let me put them on a plane. Yeah. Because if it was revenge, I'll just leave them there. <laughs> and that wasn't the case. She was suffering with everybody else. That's what I believe, Even too. worse. And now that I have friends who are parents, I know that they're very self-aware because people are very judgy uh, and co-parenty, and nobody asks them for their opinion. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I get it. But I was just trying to share. I don't even know how we really got here. Me neither. This always happens to us. All right. So what do you have for me today? Complain. Get down to business. There is an outcome that the lawyers are trying to get at. And I really do hope that it means something in the end. Okay. All of all of what happened yes. was for a purpose. Yes. All right. Okay. So Vanessa Guillen was born and raised in Houston, Texas. First generation of Mexican immigrant. She had four siblings, so there were five in total. At the age of 10, Vanessa told her mom that she wanted to be in the U.S. Army. I want to say what her mom said to her. And please don't take it the wrong way. But she, she went and said, that's for men. Some people still think like that. Yes. I mean, my aunt, don't kill me, Auntie Leslie. <laughs> I don't want to get your rank wrong. But my aunt, I believe, is a major <laughs> in the <laughs> army. And when she joined the army, she was one of the first women to join the army in Trinidad. Mm. And now she's made it to major. And there are a lot more women in the army. But when she did it, it was almost unheard of. Yeah. And I'm sure it's still up But how did think. your family felt about her joining the army? You know, I don't know. I could always ask my mother what my grandmother, my granddad mm -hmm. thought. I think my grandfather would have been okay as long as she had a weapon to protect herself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I should ask. I'll ask my mom. Please do. Yeah, I'll yeah. let you know. Okay. By the age of 15, Vanessa is joining every, every single sport that could join. Mm -hmm. And she continued to say... I am going to join the army. Mom tried to convince her otherwise, but she said, Mom, I have a mission. Right. But was it, I, I just want to ask, mm -hmm. did she just want to serve or was she trying to pay her way through school? Because I do know from what I see on mm -hmm. news and what I see online mm -hmm. that a lot of soldiers join so they can afford their education and not have, you know, these immense student loans. Yes. No, she did say that she had a mission. 
Okay. Like she felt she has she had a oh, mission. Oh, this was her calling. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. She she was driven mm-hmm. to join the army. Yeah. And that's what I made a point. At, at the age fifteen, they had that conversation again. Her Vanessa and her mom Gloria, and she said, "Mom, I have a mission. Mm-hmm. I am joining the army." Vanessa turns eighteen, and this is time. This is it. I'm going. Mom, try the next time. Mm-hmm. Please don't join because her mom Gloria felt that this is not right. I don't feel comfortable with you joining the army. And she said to her mom, "I would love for you to support me, but you know that I am old enough." And that I don't need your consent. Yeah, yeah. So she's basically saying, I understand your concerns, but I'm yeah. going to do it anyway. And she insists mm-hmm. that she had a mission. So she kept on from 15 to the to 18. She kept on joining sports and why not? Keeping herself healthy and fit for her mission. June 2018, she joined the army. By December 2018, she started at the Fort Hood base. Mm-hmm. That's a bay on Houston, Texas. It's bigger than New York, the base. Oh, the I'm base sorry. is bigger than New York? New York City? Yes. Yeah, the base is big, big, or New Jersey, mm-hmm. either or. By January 2019, Mm-hmm. Gloria, Vanessa's mom, started noticing changes on Vanessa's behavior. Mm-hmm. But she said, well, she's doing this new thing. She asked, is everything okay? And Vanessa said, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fine. By May 2019, Vanessa started showing weight loss. Her mom confronted her again, and she said she was scared because 10 people had committed suicide on the base. From January to May. Oh, wow. I know. Wow. And she, I know, I know. She also mentioned that girls were being harassed and they wouldn't report it because they were scared of retaliation. So Vanessa's mom was, please, is something happening to you? She was just, she wasn't dismissive, but she was mentioning she was concerned about what's happening around her. Mm-hmm. But by this point, she didn't say that something was happening to herself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's just saying she's observed something. Yes. That's disturbing, but she's okay. This is the impression the mother is getting. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. By January 2020, Vanessa has dropped so many sizes. She, her personality went from very bubbly and happy to very quiet and um, lonely so she wouldn't sleep she lost appetite and she was like significantly depressed she was showing signs of depression Gloria sat her down again and then asked her to quit and come back Vanessa this day admitted that she was being sexually harassed by an unnamed sergeant at the Fort Hood base Mm-hmm. Vanessa's mom lost it. It's like you have to report it. Report this guy. Mm-hmm. You have to report this guy. She did, mm-hmm. and the person that she reported to, mm-hmm. which I'm assuming is a superior, mm-hmm. but I also want to say I don't know shit about the military. Okay. But you have to go through these steps. You cannot yeah. jump yeah. and wiggle yes, around. Yeah. Right. So they basically ignored her. Hmm. This is how everything unraveled. That was an, a conversation on June 2020. On April 19, Vanessa was going back to Fort Hood mm-hmm. and she went back to say goodbye to the mom. That was the last time Vanessa's mom saw her alive. She said goodbye to her and she reinforced her that she has a home to come back to. Right, yeah. 
and she could just quit. Yeah. So I'm going to start dropping a bunch of dates here because I want to get to the Gloria and Vanessa used to text daily, especially after Gloria found out that something was happening to her there. Gloria made a point of keeping communicating with her. Mm-hmm. Remember, on the 19th, it was the last time she saw her. In right? person. Yeah. In person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By three, two days, two days later, she wouldn't text back mm-hmm. but uh, gloria was texting vanessa but vanessa would not respond mm-hmm. by april 22nd mm-hmm. vanessa's sister went to the base to the mm-hmm. fort hood base to see if they could find her yes yeah they said i haven't seen my sister would nobody have heard mm-hmm. from her mm-hmm. where is she mm-hmm. where is she so the last person known to see vanessa alive at the army base at Fort Hood was Aaron Robbins. By April 23rd, so the next day mm-hmm. after Vanessa's sisters arrived to the base, Vanessa was reported missing. By who? By them or by the officials? By the officials. Okay. But right away, they started going on social media. Isn't, because isn't they the found- word for that AWOL? I don't know. I, I feel like AWOL is a word. It's like when you abscond from duty, like your army duty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering if they said that she went AWOL. I'll look it up. If it's not a real thing, I'll be deleting this part. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so by April 24th. Mm-hmm. So the next the day after the that. The next day. Okay. But how is it that a person, it's not there from the 19th, mm-hmm. three days, and you haven't said anything to the family? You haven't sent out for her? I don't know how that works. So, but, okay. So the 19th, the mom saw her for the last mm-hmm. time. The 22nd, the sister goes there saying, Hey, because mom couldn't seen, reach her. Yeah, nobody have you seen her. We can't reach her. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe she was in some kind of training, and so if she's in this training and she's not allowed to have access to her phone, I mean, I don't know. You, I That's also fair. don't know. But wouldn't the official know? Exactly. And so, if you go to those tripods training, wouldn't you know? Hey, I'm gonna be doing this training. I'm not gonna have contact. So you could send a message mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, I won't have my phone for four mm-hmm. days because I'll be in the jungle." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The military and civilian started to search for Vanessa mm-hmm. in the surround- surroundings. 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 <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <Ay>. <laughs> Tell them rotisserie chicken. Rotisserie chicken. Right. <laughs> ah. right. Look at that. Yeah. So take your surroundings and shove it. Yes. <laughs> So they start looking for her. Yeah. But because Vanessa's family felt that the officials, they were not doing enough. No. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know. Yeah. They said, nah, no shit. And they jumped on social media. Where is she? Where is she? Where is she? Where is she? On April 28th, the CID interviews Robinson or Aaron for the first time. Mm-hmm. They interviewed him because he was the last person known to have seen Vanessa mm-hmm. alive. Mm-hmm. I want to say something. When the sister arrived to the base on April 22nd, Mm -hmm. she was allowed to talk with a group of men. Aaron was part of that group. And he started laughing. When she said her sister missing and she looking for yeah. her. He started laughing. And the sister was like, you're onto something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fucking onto something. But it took them eight days to interview this motherfucker who was the one that saw her last. Okay. I'm already getting mad. <laughs> I'm already getting I know, I know. On May 20th, two witnesses are interviewed who observe Aaron with a big box. Dealing with a big box 
He had a big box. Yeah. He was putting in the car. Okay. So they came forward and said, I saw that man with a big box. This is nothing because they used to work on the armory yeah. part. And they carry arms. They come in a big box. They come in the big boxes. Mm -hmm. So to this point, could be anybody dealing with the box. This is just one off. True. Okay. Okay. Right. Also that month, Aaron consents to get his cell phone checked. By who? By law enforcement using a universal forensic extraction device. So like they were going to like dig through to find all his deleted stuff. Mm. Mm. They're going to dig deep. That's right. Dang. Catch this stupid ass. Catch it. Cecilie, which is Aaron's girlfriend. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. It's interviewed from the first time in May. Cecilie. She lied. She lied. She lied. <sighs> she lied. She fucking lied. And? <laughs> fucking bitch. Oh. Anyways, on June 20th, this time, I think even Selma Hadjik was posting, where's my daughter? Where's my daughter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gloria. Gloria, I love you. When I grow Gloria up, I want to... mother. Gloria the mother. Mm -hmm. She's... She went on in front of the base. Mm -hmm. There is a clip of her screaming, I want my girl, I want my daughter alive because mm -hmm. I'm going to burn this place down. Hell yes. Damn, Gloria. Yes. Proud of you, Gloria. June 21st, 2020. June now. June. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On May, they searched the cell phone and they interviewed the girlfriend. Yes, because they found out from the other guys that he had the big box. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So they interview both of them. They take the cell phone. And on June, because you know what? It's a couple more days take for this motherfucker. Take me time. Take me sweet, sweet time. Yes. So they said that both cell phones showed that they were near a river. Mm -hmm. It's called Leon River. I am pronouncing this the Spanish way. So they search around, around the river mm -hmm. and they found the lid of a box. The box. It says the burn lid of a pelican transport cave. That's a, a that's mm -hmm. a thing to put the arms. Yes, in. yes, yes. It's burn yes. the lid. That was the thing. The only thing they found out. They have to lead the motherfucking phone mm -hmm. leading to the river. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and a uh, burn lead to a box that they stopped the, uh -huh. with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But they stopped there. June thirtieth. Hold your horses. <laughs> the last search was. June 21st. Yes. Right? They just found the lid. They left. Oh, there's only a lid. Nothing else to see here. Nothing is here. They didn't find a body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. June 30th, construction guys were minding their own business mm. by the river. Mm -hmm. They want to start working on a fence. Mm -hmm. What do they find? Human remains. Of course. Construction guys minding their own business no not people experience. intended to be looking mm -hmm. at 8 30 p.m on june 30th cecily remember their girlfriend mm -hmm. and i'm pretty sure i'm pronouncing the the name wrong it could be and cecily. i do not care fair <laughs> that's fair okay that's fair because she, she was lied, in, yes yeah. She was interviewed for the second time and told law enforcement officials about killing Vanessa. Hmm. Vanessa Guillen was murdered by Aaron with a hammer inside a Fort Hood building. So on the base, uh -huh. mm -hmm. this member placed in a box and removed from the base to Leon River, where she was buried. But they, didn't, they burned the box first. Mm -hmm. And she confessed. Mm. And so she helped the boyfriend. After she held the boy, right? I need information, Susanna. Why? June 30th. 
Mm-hmm. Aaron left. He left. They just let him leave? They built. He he flee. He gone. He gone from Fort Hood. Not but too far because the guy's dumb. By July 1st, okay. very <laughs> early in the morning, yeah. a police comes and take to try to take him mm-hmm. he killed himself no no fuck yes. no this yes. is so upsetting motherfucker kills himself i'm so mad i know this I'm... is not justice on july 5th they confirmed that the body that found on leon river mm-hmm. were vanessa's yeah. on july 13th cecily is indicated on 11 count indicted 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 mm-hmm. uh, accused fuck it no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on July 13, Cecilia Aguilar is accused on 11 counts related to the death of Vanessa Guillen by a federal grand jury. Yeah. On July 30th. Oh, this is something upsetting. Well, well, if this is story. not upsetting enough, there is a law that prevents the military to disclose the details of a case mm-hmm. they have their own law yes motherfuckers yes they do at this point you already killed my kid you have to disclose everything mm-hmm. so i know what happened mm-hmm. that's the fight that the family is fighting now okay they made some publicity by july 30th vanessa guillen's mom gloria meets with president trump to request him convince him for this case to be an open case because to this point she doesn't know why her daughter was killed her daughter was and they I'm, can't say her cause of death because she got chopped up yeah i don't expect a bunch of cooperation from the previous man in office but did he do anything of course not of course not mm. Of course not. <laughs> By December 8th, 14 senior officers yeah. were disciplined from leadership failures. What does discipline mean? They just gave him pow pow. Oh, a little tap taps on mm-hmm. the hand. Like, oh, you were behaving bad today. Nah. Basically a timeout. Yeah. Sit down and think about what you did. Okay. Wow. I saw an interview, a very short interview that the Gijen's lawyer mm-hmm. gave. And she said, Vanessa fought this man, mm-hmm. the Iron Man. Mm-hmm. He killed her by hammering her face first. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of blood because after months and months, mm-hmm. nobody have a check the building. Mm-hmm. Also that night when that happened, the cameras were not working. How convenient. Mm-hmm. So they suspect that Vanessa was sexually harassed. It was never confirmed that was Aaron the one harass- sexually harassing her, mm-hmm. but probably somebody hide mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And Aaron was just doing the dirty work. Oh, so they don't think that Aaron was even the guy mm-hmm. who was yeah. harassing her. Yeah. They think somebody else yeah. did it and mm-hmm. he was just... Mm-hmm. hired hands yeah. hired guns or that Aaron was sexually harassing somebody else mm-hmm. and Vanessa knew about it. I don't know about that one I, I'm more inclined to believe the former because if she confessed that she herself was being harassed mm-hmm. I don't think anybody I don't think she would have lied about that you yeah. know what I mean and mm-hmm. so if she herself was being harassed maybe it was this Aaron guy or maybe it really was somebody else yeah. so what's Cecily saying Cecily just said that she helped Aaron 
with the body. No, no, no. But what is the motive here? Like she ain't saying why. So Nothing. She, so she prepared I did, to honestly, go to jail. Cecilia was just there to be a bitch and to pay for the prices that these other motherfuckers. Yeah. Because how they put these fourteen officers on a timeout, but the other one gets eleven counts or whatever bullshit it. Oh, she got eleven counts. Or yes. Whatever. Yeah, because, she got no, but her hands are actually dirty. I'm sorry, but they, these people were dealing no, with no, 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 Susanna. They run the show. They're not actually gonna face any repercussions. But what I wanna know is, is Cecily going to name names? Because here's my thing: if Aaron was so scared, if let's pretend for a second mm -hmm. that Aaron was not the person who did the assault, yeah, let us pretend. Mm -hmm. We don't know. We can't say. Mm -hmm. But if Aaron was not the one who did the assault, mm -hmm. and he is so afraid of that other person mm -hmm. that he willing to die first mm -hmm. than to tell the police, hey, I am doing this because somebody else asked me to. I think, I think. Then she Aaron, might be so afraid of I that person. I think he did it. I, I think, think so too. I think he did sexually harass her. I think so too. And he thought he was going to get away with murder. That's why he laughed to the sister's face yeah, because, you know, I'm a man, I'm protected here. He never expected and nobody expected the family to be so active on yes. social media yeah, yeah, yeah. and being this so public so Cecily what she just thought she was gonna help him commit a murder kill this girl mm -hmm. and they were going to what ride off into the sunset together yep. so she's awaiting trial no she's done what do you mean oh so what would she get i don't know i don't know i didn't see i was so mad i'm so mad because this is the way i see it i know she's guilty i know she's i know she did wrong but my point is this the system failed vanessa from the beginning yes the system did the superior vanessa. the superior should have stopped the shit nobody should have laughed at her or tell her that she was lying when she report this being harassed and now Cecily, just because she's just anybody outside of the Military. system, to just get the words. I'm not saying she didn't do shit. I'm not saying she's not guilty. My point is like, oh, you want justice? Vanessa's family here. Mm -hmm. This is the girl that you're going to get. Mm -hmm. Bullshit. No, I want blood. Oh, so this is why you didn't focus on Cecily. Yes. Okay. Because to me, she's just stupid. So even if she got time, yeah. it's not real justice for the No. Family. I mean, if she gets time and anybody else gets more than a timeout, yeah good but you know very relevant to this mm -hmm. and it is completely coincidental i swear listeners yep. yesterday i watched a vice documentary mm -hmm. about this kind of thing okay i will link the vice documentary um, mm -hmm. wherever we link our things because unfortunately I cannot remember all the names involved but mm -hmm. there was this young female soldier and she was gay she knew she was gay early on in life yeah. probably since she was like a teen I believe yeah. and she came out her family loving accepting mm -hmm. family mm -hmm. they're like you're gay no problem you know this mm -hmm. is not an issue and we love you mm -hmm. and she always wanted to be in the army very similar yeah. to Mm -hmm. Vanessa and she went to the army base mm -hmm. and she was so excited to be there and yeah. similar to Vanessa's story she had a close relationship with her mother yeah. she used to talk to her all the time mm -hmm. and then she noticed 
instead of her messaging her today and then the next day they would go days without speaking and she thought Mm -hmm. it was just so weird and i can't remember if she told the mother that she was being harassed Mm -hmm. or not that that part i unfortunately can't remember but in the end she killed herself because it came out that another soldier raped her and of course she could not handle it so you see in the vice documentary this was so sad and i was this was probably within the first two minutes of the video and i wanted to ball yeah. the parents are waiting on the tarmac mm-hmm. at the airport and they bring out the coffin mm-hmm. and as they bring out the coffin the mother runs up to the coffin and she tells them could you just wait could you just give me a minute this is my daughter and mm-hmm. the soldiers just kind of like they, they marched in place to give her her time you yeah. know and then she just told them thank you thank you and then they went ahead and put her in the hearse Not and she pockets. starts to ball and she's balling another time after mm-hmm. vice is talking to her mm-hmm. and she says you know she they were playing the clip like an audio clip of her conversation with a representative from the army mm-hmm. and she said did you know that my daughter has never been with a man and she said did you know that my daughter was gay and the guy's given her very straight as straight as he could give because you know he's also restricted yeah. in what he could say he's saying yes ma'am and then she said um did this man know my daughter was gay and he said yes ma'am we believe so and then she said do you know that this is a hate crime because mm-hmm. my daughter was gay he knew my daughter was gay and he yeah. did this to my daughter yeah and this poor woman Susanna, she was just like why'd you do this to yourself why did you yeah. and she's crying over her daughter's coffin and apparently congress met fairly mm-hmm. recently to discuss removing the authority to govern crimes mm-hmm. from the army and yeah. taking it outside i'm getting of the to army. that yeah I'm getting to that because the lawyer, Gideon's lawyer said, we are never going to get justice. Yeah. And regardless of how many people go to jail or mm. whatever, they know that they're fighting something bigger yeah. than themselves. It's, it's like, it's ingrained. like Yeah. But that they're not discouraged by that. Yes. So they're proposing mm-hmm. the Vanessa Gideon's act. Yes. And this is a bill they're proposing. And this is, I'm going to try to quote this. Three things that they're trying to establish on this bill. A third party offices to handle sexual harassment claims mm-hmm. in the military. Mm-hmm. Create confidential reporting process and ensure investigations are conducted outside of the chain of command. These are the three things that the family are trying to get at. But picture this. Anybody that joined the army, mm-hmm. whatever the reason is, yeah. they feel that they have a mission, they need to pay their bills, whatever the reason. You're signing off your life. You are being trained mm-hmm. to follow hardcore instructions from your superiors. Yeah. Because you are out in combat mm-hmm. and then you have to be able to trust your superiors mm-hmm. and to follow orders yeah. because they could be the difference between you coming back alive or not yeah. mm-hmm. right you're signing off to die for your country you're signing off to get trained for it mm-hmm. imagine to be concerned about you not being treated fairly mm-hmm. by the own people that you have been training to be trusted but in the process this motherfuckers are raping you and not respecting you mm-hmm. how how mm-hmm. did you're signing off to say i'm gonna defend this country and i'm willing to do it with my own life mm-hmm. wouldn't you make a system that protect the people that in the end it's gonna protect you country yeah but they i wouldn't be. be comfortable sending my kid mm-hmm. to this 
work, which is not gonna be treated fairly. And this is life, I know it could happen anywhere, mm -hmm. but as long as if I have any bit of control, not control, that's not the right word. Any say. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I can't, I, I mean, no disrespect for people that have joined the army. I'm not saying that you're not noble, just willing to, to die. That's, that's a level that I'm, mm -mm. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I cannot see. Mm -hmm. But knowing that you're giving up everything that you are mm -hmm. to be shaped into something that works for them and the greater good, and you're not going to be protected. Why the fuck am I going to protect you? If when it's time for you to protect me mm -hmm. or for make sure that I'm okay, you're just turning your back at me. So mm -hmm. me as a mother, I'll be like, no, mm -hmm. no. I mean, whatever makes you happy as long as not the military. If that's how you feel. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm so upset that he killed himself. I feel like he got off. Yeah. That has to be so much. Yeah. You wanna you wanna get a little bit more upset? No. Yes. By 2020, Fort Hood alone had 28 dead. Seven of them were suicide. Eight of them were quote unquote accident. Mm. Five of them were homicide. Five of them were undetermined. And this is not counting Vanessa. Mm -hmm. Two of them were illness. Only one was on combat. The act Comes has through. they have to adjust it. Yeah. I'm gonna I, I put the link, like I have the link for the actual document. Okay. There's a lot of words very many words that i just don't know how to pronounce the legalese yes that language legalese and they have to modify it mm -hmm. and it got reintroduced on may 2021 and okay. it's waiting for approval well the president this has since texas. changed this is texas but the president has since changed so i'm gonna remain a little optimistic because that was different at you, the time you go ahead and do that mm -mm. well your case and my case okay. have very similar elements in okay. that families are seeking justice yeah and men ain't shit this is man <laughs> this was this was the theme today <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> now we ain't trying to say all men ain't shit we are not out here we're not these man haters we ain't no man haters over here the man, the man hater no it's man eater <laughs> but but we are no man haters oh, over here. here if, come. if you read the bio which is new on our website i go into how Susanna and i bonded over snacks and men okay <laughs> so trust me we are out here hating them okay no but today's but... episode has a theme and the theme is family justice and men ain't shit <laughs> that i like that as a title that's gonna be the title yes <laughs> that's gonna be the title yes. family justice Men ain't shit. Okay. So let's get into it. What were you doing when you were 20 years old? I was moving to Caracas. Caracas. <laughs> I know, I know. But that's how we pronounce it. The the English. Moving to Caracas. That was like the big city for you. Stop flipping me off with your good hand. Look at my, my bad hand. I can see you. <laughs> yeah, no, but that was like the New York of Venezuela. Well, I was, I was teased a lot because the people from Caracas think they're superior than the rest. Uh, there they is a place the like that in city. every country. They live in the capital city, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was a big change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of buildings. When a I subway. Was, when I was 20. Have a subway. Why are you so surprised? You don't have no subway. <laughs> we don't have no subway. <laughs> yeah, Caracas has a subway. Wow. I know. And imagine <gasps> me with a way different accent. I had a... Listen, I have been dealing with accents since I was 20. Because I moved from Barquisimeto to Caracas. To the people 
in Caracas, I had an accent. All Spanish. Right? <laughs> they teased me. They teased me. Because of how you would say some yeah. things. All right, let it go. Let it go. And now I'm here in on. Yes, in and on on in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you were 20, you were moving to Caracas, as you said. Mm -hmm. Is that the right way? Okay. No, but that's the way I pronounce it. And I am going to Because you're to from Bacchisimeto. Yes. Caracas. Caracas, Caracas. Okay. Me, I was living it up. It didn't have a fet that didn't have my name on it, Suzanne. It did not have a fet. Ask my mother. It didn't have a fet. It didn't have a party. It didn't have a lime. My name was on it. I was going and i was living it up 20 mm -hmm. years old you feel kind of limitless yeah like life feels like there is so much ahead of oh. you you know it just feels big it just tons of hope opportunity everything your life is really just starting and it's probably the time when you were the most confident mm -hmm. i certainly was the most confident mm -hmm. in my 20s then again i feel like if i peak at like 15 <laughs> 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 Go back. <laughs> but it, there was a lot of possibility at mm -hmm. 20. Yeah. Hopes high, dreams feel like they're within reach. 20 mm -hmm. feels like a lifetime ago, but at the same time, you never forget it. That's that's how 20 or the 20s they, they're is. They're supposed to be like that. Exactly, right? So for Sarah Butler, mm -hmm. I gather that she felt the same way I did. Okay. Sarah grew up in a happy, stable household mm -hmm. with loving parents, Laverne and Victor. And mm -hmm. she had two sisters. I hope I pronounced the sister's name right. Bassania and Aaliyah. Okay. Those are sisters. The three sisters did well in school and the family had a close relationship with the church. Sarah was a lifeguard at the local YMCA mm -hmm. and an avid dancer and a sophomore at New Jersey City University. Okay. So like most students in the college years, it was the first taste of real responsibility. Mm -hmm. You're responsible for your own schedule. You're responsible for just, you know, getting That's your shit lot. together. Listen, <laughs> it was a lot. I can confess I this now because I don't have my degree and my mother can't do anything. <laughs> but... I used to intentionally, I used to tell crazy lies to get out of Early schedules I didn't want. Oh. So what I would do is I would sandwich all my classes into Monday to Wednesday and have Thursday, Friday off. So I'd have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I used to say all sorts of crazy shit. Like, I, I don't know. I can't remember what I used to tell. Just lies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, it's your first taste of true responsibility, having to make a budget, stick to it. Also, wanting the flexibility to do all the fun stuff. So you're yeah. trying to be responsible, but be young, you know, live your live mm -hmm. your life. Mm -hmm. So strapped for cash, Sarah started to think of ways to earn a little extra money. And this led her to do something completely outside of her comfort zone. We're Hello! Exactly. <laughs> but trust me, this is different. So she was using the name Sarah Smile online. And she actually connected with a guy mm -hmm. on a social media site named Tag. Do you ever heard of Tag? No. Me either. No. Never heard of it. She connected with a guy named Lil Yacht Rock. Online dating being what it is now, I mean, it's very common. Uh -huh. So it probably has like 10 million of these sites out there where people can meet and socialize and whatnot. That's not like Tinder. I don't, I don't know. But okay. during their conversation, he offered her $500 to have sex with him. And Sarah refused because, you know, yes, she's strapped for cash, but this isn't what she's going to do. You know, exactly. she, she was Nothing looking to make a connection. If that's exactly. what she wanted to do. Exactly. But mm-hmm. 
I guess in that moment, it wasn't what she was prepared to do. Exactly. So like most online connections go, what may have started off awkwardly graduated to a friendlier and flirtier chat. Yeah. To Sarah, this guy seemed straight lace, you know, straight arrow. He seemed like a good guy. Mm -hmm. He had a studious preppy look Mm -hmm. and they seemed to be hitting it off. Okay. Despite her initial reservations, knowing she was attracted to him and needing the money, she eventually agreed because he kept persuading her saying hey i'll give you this money i'll give you this money now she's thinking i need this money now what i read is that she needed the money to continue her studies so i mean a lot of students get side jobs and stuff to pay and you don't want to be stuck with a lot of student loans but the next thing is getting a student loan i don't know how easy it is to Mm -hmm. get a student loan and Mm -hmm. but i do know it hard as hell to pay it back because people be paying these student loans well into their adult years so maybe she just didn't want to take a student loan maybe she didn't want to go to her parents for whatever reason i don't know Mm -hmm. but she decided i like the guy i like the look of him Mm -hmm. he we've been chatting the Mm -hmm. vibe good and if he willing to give me this money and i would probably sleep with him anyway Maybe. Maybe. No, no, no. But I just, I'm just saying, I'm trying to think because it's out of her character. Mm -hmm. So she's trying to, you know, she liked him. Mm Mm-hmm. Over the Thanksgiving break, she nervously decided that this would be the best time to meet up with her potential love slash business interest. Because okay. remember, this is the first time they meet. They're gonna in meet person. in person. Uh huh. Okay. okay. So, cause Sarah was home visiting her parents in Montclair, okay. New Jersey, mm-hmm. over that holiday on November the twenty second, twenty sixteen, she asked her mom if she could mm-hmm. borrow her dark blue Dodge minivan to meet up with her friend, quote unquote. Okay. That's what she told the mom. Before Uh leaving the house, Sarah texted her date to say, don't be late. And then she jokingly added, by the way, you're not a serial killer, right? (gasps) Her question was met with the very aloof, of course not. You know, almost like, look at me. Mm -hmm. Why would you think that? We were talking about this earlier today. I was going to say, I'm so proud of my magazine. (laughs) (laughs) Susanna got a crime magazine. (laughs) And it is teaching her the difference between a sociopath and a psychopath. And we were talking about serial killers earlier. I'm doing my research. We appreciate you for it. Okay. Trying to learn the words. Yes. Her question was met Mm -hmm. with this aloof. Who me? No, you ought to be worried about me. I'm a nice guy just looking for some female company, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm willing to pay for it. There's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. Like we said, if you're mature enough about that transaction, it can go off without a hitch. Yeah. This is what I believe. Mm-hmm. I imagine at this point that Sarah was probably psyching herself up to go through with this act yeah. because it's not in her character. And even if she's attracted to the person, that's a big gap to to go from being attracted to somebody and having a relationship money. with them to being attracted with somebody and having a relationship with them and accepting money for it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't think that she made the decision lightly is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Yeah. She's psyching herself to self up to follow through with her plan. And nevertheless, his answer, although it was a bit aloof, mm-hmm. it seemed to appease her because he's like, who me? I'm a nice guy. Yeah. You don't worry about me. Mm-hmm. And she set out for her date. Sarah would never be seen alive again. When no one heard from Sarah, mm-hmm. they started to retrace her steps. Okay, I'm going to say something here. Yes. For the 20-something girls that might be listening to this, which I hope mm-hmm. you are listening, mm-hmm. if you decide to go for a date, make sure somebody, anybody, knows where you are. Anybody. Anybody you trust. 
you share pictures, location, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. everything. That's right. Girl, we got you. That's right. Yeah. Even if it's, you know, we talked about frenemies last week. Mm -hmm. Even if you only have a frenemy to contact, you, be like, hey, girl, mm -mm. I know we don't really talk, but this is Bob. Yeah. I don't know Bob, but I'm going to be with Bob between this time mm -hmm. and this time. Mm -hmm. And this is where we supposed we're supposed to be going. Here. Yeah. So when no one heard from Sarah, they started to retrace her steps. With no investigative experience, the mm -hmm. woman in Sarah's life started to mobilize. Okay. And to see if they could find out as much information as possible. Very similar to how Vanessa's sister and mother were just like, like we out there. We're on gonna, it. We, mm -hmm. we on it. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. To see if they could get as much information about her date as possible. But this is how long has Sarah missing? I'm not sure how many days mm -hmm. have passed, but okay. I imagine the way she had a close-knit family, uh -huh. she probably was just missing Within maybe a day. day. By the next day, they were yeah. like, hey, where's this girl? Mm -hmm. You know? So her friends, Lamia Brown and Samantha Rivera, alongside her sister, Bassania, mm -hmm. they called the police. And then they set out searching for her blue minivan that she left in. Mm -hmm. Almost immediately, the vehicle was found just a few miles from her home. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't the only thing they found. At the scene, her sister Bassania also found the distinct red weave that her sister was wearing the night she left to meet up with the date. So there were police doing things by the book. You know, police be policing, you mm -hmm. know, following their little policey structure, whatever yeah. you're doing. Yeah. So with the police being the police, Bassania, Lamia, and Samantha mm -hmm. decide, mm-mm, we doing this, right? We ain't waiting for you. Mm -hmm. So they started their own investigation. Mm -hmm. And they went to Sarah's dorm or residence, wherever she was mm -hmm. living. And they found her laptop. And I don't know if the sister or the friend is the one who knew the password, but they knew mm -hmm. the password and they were able to sign into the laptop. And that's when they found out that she was talking to Lil Yacht Rock. <laughs> I know. Okay. So Samantha created her own profile, the friend, mm -hmm. and said she was going to reach out to him. Yep. And so she reached out to Lil Yacht Rock to see if she could get more information from him. Mm -hmm. And almost instantly, he started asking her for sex and offering her money for sex. Oh. In fact, while they were at the police station, they were sitting at the fucking police station. Mm -hmm. He sent her a text messaging and asking if she would be interested in sex for money so samantha agreed and told him that she would meet him at panera bread mm -hmm. right this is the panera at glen ridge mm -hmm. once again you know i'll do better at getting a map and you know finding the spots why are you making promises <laughs> That she I suck at geography. <laughs> no. Yeah, she said she would meet him at this Panera but in she, Glen okay. Ridge. She said the police. The, don't worry, she tells the police too. Yeah, uh. she didn't just go off on her own. No, yeah. no, no, I know, but this. Yeah, the this police didn't do it. They didn't find him. She uh. find him. The friend find him. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Not the, similar to the construction workers finding poor Vanessa's body. Yeah. These friends and the sister are the ones who set this trap to catch Lilliot Rock. Really? So she's at the police station where she gets his text message and the text message is like, yes, you know, you're mm -hmm. interested. And she say, yeah. And they agree to meet up at the Panera Bread. And they go to the Panera. But instead of her meeting with him, the police, the police? took her space. Uh -huh. Yes. Uh -huh. And it was a little sting. Like you like it. Yes. You're yes. not going to like it in a second. Fuck. On his first encounter with the police, Lil Yacht Rock gave his real name. He gave his government name because the police talking to him. He identified oh, himself. On. I thought it was like an undercover situation, like a female police. When you like, wish, oh, that's the kind of sense you would expect. <laughs> but that's not what we Ay, got. Coño. They straight up showed up as the police like, hey, ambush. We here. Mm -hmm. You know, tell us what you know. So they identified themselves as police and they got him in a corner. 
Mm. On his first encounter with the police, Lil Yacht Rock gave his government name. He Which identified is? himself as 23-year-old Khalil Wheeler Weaver. That was his name. And I spent the whole afternoon trying to think of a good acronym for these three. Because that's a long ass name. And I just kind of want to call him Dick. <laughs> no, yeah? that's, that will be disrespectful for all the good dicks. Let's call him Yat. Yat? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, we call him Yat. Okay. Because he don't deserve to have his name out in the media. Gosh, I, this man pissed me off so much. The police questioned him for a bit. Mm -hmm. And he told them that they met up for a quick date. And Sarah dropped him off at a friend's house. And ultimately, with no evidence tying him to her disappearance, the police had no choice but to let this man go. But the... Well, I understand. So two weeks later, unfortunately, on December the 1st, 2016, Sarah's mm -hmm. body was found on the Eagle Rock Reservation. Some sites said nature reserve. So I guess maybe it was an open nature reserve that people mm -hmm. could go to. She had been raped, her face wrapped with tape, and she was strangled. When he was taken in this time, he changed his story. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. asshole, yeah. Mm -hmm. Changed his story and told the police that Sarah picked him up from his home, but later left to meet a man to buy weed. And then the three of them drove to the reservation for sex. But eventually, the night ended with Sarah dropping him home. This is what he claimed. Investigators said there was no evidence of Sarah's on Sarah's phone that she connected with or contacted anyone else Anybody that night. Anybody else, yeah. And surveillance video caught a single shadowy figure mm -hmm. ditching her car where it was abandoned and found by the police and the relatives, you know, mm -hmm. along with her weave. While being questioned, Sergeant Christopher Smith said, something happened up there at Eagle Rock between you and Sarah, and Sarah didn't make it out. But Yat refused to cave and kept saying, I didn't do this. It wasn't me. But a case started to build against Yat. Now, okay. at this point, he's been remanded into custody. He's not been let out since they found her body. Okay, I was gonna ask. Yeah, they didn't let him walk. It's a little too suspicious. So they're holding him. Motherfuckers. But a case started to build against him. Okay. When a survivor came forward, you have to hear this story. <laughs> okay. Tiffany Taylor, a survivor of a rough childhood herself, Tiffany struggled to find stability in the form of a steady job yeah. and eventually turned to sex work as mm -hmm. a means to an end. You know, mm -hmm. bills had to pay, food had yeah. to eat, mm -hmm. you know, so she mm -hmm. decided to turn to sex work as long so as she can make money. Well, this is a choice she made. And it's a choice. You know, as far as that choice can't be made because some women are tricked into thinking it is their choice yes. and they have like a pimp and whatnot, yes. you know? Yes. You have to be mindful of that. Mm -hmm. So she told detective that she met Yat through mm -hmm. a mutual friend in 2016. Okay. With him being 10 years her junior, she just saw him as this young kid. Mm -hmm. And in fact, he seemed fun, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. Tiffany wanted out of the sex industry. She was fed up. People were treating okay. her like shit. She was fed up of being objectified by men. So she started to rub her johns, <laughs> right? She was like, you know, I'm fed up of this. You only want one thing from me. Your money. Yeah. Yat started asking Tiffany for sex mm -hmm. and she kept turning him down. But as usual, he was persistent. Yeah. She said the texts were incessant. Constant, mm -hmm. constant, constant. Just text, text about how he wants to have sex. He wants to have sex. He wants to have sex. You pay yeah. her money. He will pay her money. Mm -hmm. So eventually, she couldn't take it anymore and she agreed. But her plan was not to ever sleep with him. Mm -hmm. Remember, her, her new MO is to steal from them. She's a thief yeah. now, you know? So yeah. she said her plan was to rob him like any of the other Johns. Yeah. So in April 2016, she agreed to meet him at his house. Okay. He paid her $200. 
and she said she forgot something in the car. So she went down to get it, jumped in her car, boom, drove off, Left. stole the money, leave. She's like, that's it, mm-hmm. forget you. Six months after this, Tiffany was pregnant with her second child. Aye. And she was working an odd job mm-hmm. at the Ritz Motel. Okay. And she started to receive texts from a random number that she mm-hmm. didn't know. Um, propositioning her for sex. But you remember, mm-hmm. she used to be in the lifestyle before. Yeah. So it's not, doesn't seem odd that a stranger might be messaging her and saying, hey. Reaching out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because maybe they knew her from back when she mm-hmm. used to run that mm-hmm. lifestyle. She turned him down. Even changed her number. Mm-hmm. But the person started contacting her again. So she said she was running out of money. And the person kept, it was persistent, persistent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so she said she will agree to meet him at the motel. But you remember, her plan wasn't to sleep with him. Mm-hmm. She steals him. So her plan was to do what she's been doing, which is to rob the John. Mm -hmm. When she met the stranger, and this is the part I have a problem with. That was, yeah. Yeah, but wait. (laughs) When she met the stranger, Mm -hmm. he was dressed for chilly weather in a sweater, gloves, and a ski mask. Now me, I'm just, I put put a note here about (laughs) this being a big red flag. Okay. Me personally, and I don't know about you, but I assume you like me. I wasn't getting in no car with a man in a ski mask. No. Because he prepared <laughs> for <laughs> bullshit. You know, like... Well, but it was, it's Canada. Yeah, it, and it's no, no, no. It's shit. Canada. We out here breeding no ski masks. You don't need no ski mask. <laughs> where, the, where the slopes? Mm-hmm. This is the street. <laughs> where the slopes? <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, I just want to say, Tiffany, we're not judging you, Gil. I'm just saying. That a little sus. A little suspicious. Yep. Regardless. Mm-hmm. She said, he was dressed for the weather. And you remember, her plan was to never get to the point of having sex. Yep. She was there to rob really? the John. Yep. She drove them away. It was her car. Eventually, this stranger asked her to pull over. I guess this would have been the point of the sex transaction. Yeah. Now, this is also another point at which I have a peeve. How was she going to get out of this situation? Pregnant, trapped in a car mm-hmm. with the John. If he asks me to pull over and I know my plan is not to ever engage in a sexual act with him, yeah. I wasn't going to pull over. Mm-hmm. What, 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 how are you getting him out of the car? Mm-hmm. These were my questions. Yeah. I did not get the answers to those, mm-hmm. but they... He asked her to pull over and she lost consciousness immediately from a blow to the head. She said she woke up with his hands around her neck while he was sexually assaulting her. Oh. At this point, he took the mask off and revealed himself as Yat. Yeah, yeah. When Tiffany begged for her life mm-hmm. and told him she was pregnant, he said, I know. <gasps> That's all he said. I know. And that's when she said she knew he was going to kill her. Yeah. Because, first of all, he lets her see his face. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, if he doesn't care about the fact that she's pregnant at this moment in time, Mm -hmm. she wasn't walking away. No. But what he didn't know is that Tiffany was double-jointed. While she was crying and begging for him to loosen her cuffs, and he did a little bit, I guess maybe he wanted to stop her from crying and whining, Uh she used that as an opportunity to use her gift of being double jointed to slip her hands out of the cuff. Now, not both cuffs, just one cuff. Uh-huh. So she gets one, like, jimmied, right? Uh-huh. So she's loose-ish. Mm-hmm. And she told him, hey, I forgot my phone at the motel. He didn't seem to care at first, but then she stressed. Our entire conversation is on that phone. And then he was like, shit, because mm-hmm. he could get caught from that. So he agreed to go back to the motel to get yeah. the phone. 
with he, her with her uh-huh now i don't know why he decided to take her yacht is an <laughs> idiot gentlemen uh, i don't know why he agreed to take her with him but he did and when they get back to the motel mm-hmm. she slips her hand out of the cuff yeah runs ahead runs through the door locks him out because it has this automatic deadbolt yeah and then he flees because now he can't get into the mm-hmm. apartment to her she has access to her phone to call the police mm-hmm. and he runs away so she said to him if you bring back my car keys i won't call the police because yeah. remember, he has her car. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what he did. Because I guess he's an idiot. <laughs> but by then, she had already called the police. Yeah. But I assume the police were too slow. So they reached They reached too late. Of course. Thank you, police. Now, at one point, while she was getting her hand out of the handcuffs, yeah. she did think about throwing the cuffs around his neck while he mm-hmm. was driving. But she was worried that they would crash. When they got to the motel, like I said, she was able to get in. Mm-hmm. And then she told him, Hey, I wouldn't call the police if you bring back my car keys. Mm-hmm. And he did bring back the car keys and then he took off. Mm-hmm. The police came afterwards. So, gotcha yes. When they came to the motel, Tiffany told the police everything that happened. Uh-huh. She still have one cuff. All they refused over. to believe her. And they accused her of lying and told her that they would arrest her for prostitution. So they don't have proof that he assaulted her. They also don't have proof that she was willing she to was follow a, through with anything. Uh-huh. But they were more willing to arrest her for prostitution than to actually go after this man. <sighs> so Tiffany decided she wanted justice and would bypass the police. So mm-hmm. she took her case to the county prosecutor. Mm-hmm. But it was too late. One week later, he met Sarah. They could have saved this girl's life. Yeah. If they had just listened to this, this is, woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen. All the things. <laughs> All the things. Why the fuck are you guys so dismissive of these motherfuckers? Why is it that men can get away with so much shit? I don't know. Why? I don't know. And I'm hoping that mm-hmm. the ending of this involves those police peoples. No. <laughs> it doesn't go there. But remember, at this point, he's in jail. So I just uh-huh. gave you this backstory that Tiffany had this encounter with him. Tiffany was able to provide critical testimony, uh-huh. which allowed the police to create a profile of the way Yacht would hunt and kill women. But they already had that the next day when the girls... When the sister... <laughs> Listen, listen. So it would come out that in addition to Sarah and Tiffany, Yat had two other victims, two other known victims. Mm -hmm. He apparently had an 88-day crime spree that resulted in the deaths of his first known victim, Mm -hmm. Robin West who was killed days before her 20th birthday. So she a baby. West struggled with her schoolwork due to an attention deficiency hyperactivity Uh disorder, so ADHD, Uh and suffered from mood swings, possibly from another undiagnosed psychiatric disorder. Uh When asked by the police about her disappearance, so she disappeared. Police were aware that she disappeared. Police were aware that she was with Yacht before she Uh disappeared. Yacht told them that he took Robin out to eat on the day she disappeared. Mm -hmm. And then he dropped her off at an abandoned house. At an abandoned house. Her body was found two blocks away, burnt beyond recognition on September 1st, 2016. She had to be identified by her dental records. And then it also was reported in another article 
that he actually turned back around to go watch the house go up in flames. Like he was seen going back to like around where the fire was happening. Yeah, but this came out after the fact. Okay. His second known victim Mm -hmm. was 33-year-old Joanne Brown, who was homeless and also suffering from mental health issues and was last seen getting into a car with Yak and was Mm -hmm. reported missing in October 2016. Mm -hmm. Her body would be found almost two months later Mm-hmm. In another abandoned house with her nose and mouth covered in tape and ah. a jacket around her neck strangled to death. So he has an MO. The only mm-hmm. one that was different was um Robin. Mm-hmm. Robin West because he set the place on fire. Police will later say that Yat, quote, doesn't look like someone who would do something like this and hardly fits the profile of a serial killer. Now you have to remember, he's 23 years old at this time. Fuck. 23 when he met this girl. Mm-hmm. When he killed Sarah. 23. 23 so he already have killed and he had kills from before he had two kills from before and he tried to kill tiffany but tiffany got away and then a week later after she took her case to the prosecutors Mm -hmm. when he met sarah and he killed her so robin west's father Leroy said, I need to know what happened to him. What caused him to snap like this? I have He's been, an ass! Yes. I've been, so shit! I've been face to face with him in court and mm-hmm. I'm looking at a handsome young man and I'm thinking, why would you need to go out and track these young women and murder them? And Susanna, I had a very hard time with the fact that he is traditionally good looking. Like if you saw a picture of him, mm-hmm. If you saw this guy, he looks like he's an accountant. Mm-hmm. He looked like he raises money for the less privileged on the weekend, mm-hmm. goes to church, sing in the mm-hmm. choir, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And our mental image of bad guy needs to change because yep. this guy looks like he could be somebody you would agree for your daughter to go out with. This you understand? This is another thing. You don't know shit about the person that's around you. You don't know anybody. You know people as much as they want you to know them. We can also agree on people being easier to read the the read between the lines. Like we have always said yes. that you can read people better than me. Anybody's capable of any shit. Anybody. So don't come to me, me and be like, nah, he doesn't look like the type of person that would do this. He's sitting there for a reason. Like that's so <clears throat> So this case would shed light on a bigger, more disturbing issue. How long would it take for police to take notice of the disappearance of black women? And how long would it be for them to take it seriously? The one thing that they all had in common is that they were all black. All the women that All of the women. And Mm -hmm. three quarter of them were sex workers. Sarah was not a sex worker. Mm -hmm. He doesn't doesn't know what it took for Sarah to get there mentally. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. am not saying it's excusable for him to commit his crimes against sex workers. And I can't put myself in his mental space. I never want to. Mm-hmm. But I imagine based upon how he, his MO, mm-hmm. that he hates women and that he no. thinks women are he just for sex. black women. He hates black women. And he thinks that they're just for sex. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she was willing to accept, I doubt he, re- he would accept responsibility because he seems very narcissistic also. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, not that he kept pushing, pushing. Oh, you don't have money? I'll give you money. I'll give you money. Mm-hmm. I'll give you money. Mm-hmm. I'll give you money. Mm-hmm. Till it sound like a good idea yeah that's not what he's gonna say it's oh she's a hoe you know yeah. so the one thing they had in common like i said was that they were all black mm-hmm. and three quarter of them were 
sex workers are known to have participated in sexual acts mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Ga- financial gain. Yep. He targeted victims that he thought nobody would care about. So the jury only needed two hours to decide on a guilty verdict on December 19, 2019. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, COVID delayed his sentencing, but what's on the table is five life terms plus 80 years, which means after he dead, he's still doing time. However, (sighs) the prosecution hasn't disclosed how much time they're actually going to be seeking. Laverne Butler... Do they need to disclose it? (gasps) But Laverne Butler, which is Sarah's mother, said he messed with the wrong girl. Sarah was well-loved because, remember, he targeted people Mm -hmm. he thought nobody would care about. He targeted women with mental illness. Mm -hmm. He targeted women who were homeless. Mm -hmm. He targeted Tiffany, who was a sex worker. Mm -hmm. And these are the people in society that statistically, they're not thought of. So this is the quote I wanted to end on. In an article by Raven James, who provided detailed insight on why Yacht was successful in committing Mm -hmm. his crimes like he did, it says, and I quote, To be black, to be a woman, to be mentally ill, to be homeless, are all struggles on their own. Mm -hmm. But when combined, it creates a formula to be forgotten and if that wasn't heavy and very accurate i don't know what is because he set out to pursue these women because he felt like he could he felt like he could get they away didn't with matter mm-hmm. and he was arrogant down to the end i didn't do mm-hmm. this i didn't do this this is this is so hard for me these are the kinds of yeah. things i'm reading right shit. no and the fact that it took two hours who the fuck is trying to defend this motherfucker? I think they had lunch. I think they had lunch. If the no. government pay no. me, listen. No. No. If no. the government pay me no. to, no, to sit on the jury, no. maybe they were having lunch. No. Maybe no. one hour no. and 49 Two minutes. Two seconds. That's all I need. <laughs> No, Susanna, let us break down. No, break down the two hours. They order food. Take 20 minutes for food to reach. Maybe in that first 20 minutes, they sat down and they were like, you think you did it? Yeah. No, food reach. When the food finish reach, they eat the food. Then, after they eat the food, maybe they have to actually get together paper and a pen. What paper? And stuff to write down the verdict, maybe? No. I'm just saying, I can totally find one hour and 58 minutes of used up time (laughs) just by eating. And writing stuff. No. I don't think anybody defended him. No. I don't think and what is there him. to defend? And another thing. I want to show you his picture. No. Yes. I want you to see why, even though we agree that we have to get out of the narrative that a bad guy looks a certain way. I want you to see why he was able to get away with his crimes like mm-hmm. he did. You have to see. I encourage everybody did, to give him a good no, Google. No. Here we are. It's so. Uh, I cannot stress this enough. How is it that. Listen. Look at him. He wears glasses, kind of like us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at him in his in his shirt, his mm-hmm. little checkered shirt, his little beard, yeah. his hair combed properly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does not fit what we have been told matches, and he looks even younger here with no beard. Yeah. Look at him. Yeah. A baby man. Yeah. Like, but he is a killer and a narcissistic one at that. And he killed these women. He killed these women. This has been a heavy episode, but it's been consistent with the new theme. Which is, what was the theme? The system continuously fails to fulfill their purpose. Yeah, but don't you feel like the system continuously fails 
marginalized people more than yes yes so that sentence needed just a little bit of tweaking so it's not just that it fails i'm not saying that it doesn't ever fail people who are in the majority Mm -hmm. but what i am saying is that statistically it fails the minorities on a much greater scale because they had a chance Sarah did not have to die. When no. he, he already killed Robin West, he mm-hmm. already killed Joanne Brown. Mm-hmm. You know, he was attempting to kill Tiffany and she got away. Yes, we could argue she... till we blew in the face that she got in the car with him and forget that. No victim blaming here. No, exactly. The moment that she may, uh, she accused him, mm-hmm. she reports him to the police. With the handcuffs still on her hand. Fingerprints. All over the place. Just because. Let's just say that Tiffany at this point is a sexual worker. Mm -hmm. Does not give him Mm -hmm. or the police Mm -hmm. an excuse to not follow through. With the the due process, Mm -hmm. you know, what they're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. But instead, they they threatened to arrest her for prostitution. Mm -hmm. But to her credit, she was like, I'm not taking this line down. Yeah, I know that I am in this lifestyle. Or used to but be. But it doesn't matter. Oh, I did read an article that said that her baby survived the attack and she has two healthy girls. Yes. So she did not lose her baby in this attack by yacht, this jackass. Yeah, so I feel like the big issue consistent in our stories is that the authorities have failed the families and the victims here. But they did give them the credit though. They said that, they said that Sarah's family are the ones who solved this case. Because you didn't do it, motherfuckers. Let's just say, well, the mm-hmm. guy got away with two. But how did he? Because the they questioned him. Time. But they questioned the him. Third time. But they saw it, Chanel. I'm no police. I am proudly clueless. We have a whole podcast about it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I already knew by the time this girl comes and contacts him. Mm-hmm. And they saw the same messages. Mm-hmm. Let's just say Tiffany didn't happen. Mm-hmm. They saw the same thing. Yeah. He's into no good. On to no good. Whatever. Up to, up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has but a MO. He like, has a way that he goes exactly. about targeting women. So it happens right there in mm-hmm. front of you. Mm-hmm. But you're thinking, nah. Because I'm he not doesn't gonna look do the part. And this has been a content. This has been the problem the whole time, the whole time. And now the people are feeling more responsible to record this thing. George Floyd, if those records were not there, if those videos were not there, Mm -hmm. that thing wouldn't go as high Mm -hmm. as it went. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because people were recording. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And why do you feel that you have to record these things Mm -hmm. because the system continuously fails Mm -hmm. to fulfill their jobs Mm -hmm. because you don't think that you are going to get justice from the judicial system yeah you just don't think because justice Mm -hmm. is not for everybody and they, it's not. They, they continuously tell you mm-hmm. that justice is not for you. Justice is for this lady here, but not for you. Not for you. you. Know? Not mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. How many people have to die and their deaths be ignored before we can all agree that this system does not serve everybody? Exactly. It just doesn't. And I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. We're not even near. We're only scratching the surface here of this particular topic. 
we're not even close mm -hmm. to being fair for the system to be fair for the minorities yeah that but this is why for your case they have to discuss taking away the authority to control mm -hmm. how they punish away from the military mm -hmm. because it's an old boys club in there and they protect their own no 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 i've I've broken Susanna. <laughs> so we knew when we started this podcast, I knew because like I told you, I approached Susanna about the podcast and we said, mm -hmm. we talked about like out the gate that we were not going to shy away from any topics. Yeah. I think, I think we may have, we did discuss, we are not going to do school shootings on the podcast. And it might come up at some point. Only if it's relevant and if it's new, but we're really hoping that we just never, none happen again. And school shootings just hit us in the wrong spot, yeah. both of us. Mm -hmm. And that's a heavy one. Nobody likes the thought of, because, I mean, it's just too much. Mm -hmm. We did discuss it. We said we're not going to shy away from anything. Racism, sexism, no. all the isms. No. Mm -mm. But I knew <laughs> that Susanna, that this would trip her up. I thought she had a light case. <laughs> so I said, Doo -doo -doo, let me come with my, let me come with my serial killer story. Some heavy stuff. I don't have a positive twist here. It have none. It have none. It has, it has none. The takeaways, like we said, I don't even remember what we were saying in the first one. Oh, families seek justice. And men and shit. But it's not just yeah. that. Now we have cycled down to the part that the system is also not shit. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are. What a sour way to end the... We should try to not do this. <laughs> <laughs> we, but we like not telling each other about our cases. So it's a real surprise for us too that we had this. That <laughs> 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 we had these cases that lined up in such an unfortunate and horrible way. I no, I don't have a positive you know, we, we, we twist. Don't. I but we're gonna can I stress this enough. What I do wanna say mm -hmm. is show up for your family. Show, show up, for, up family. for your friends. Mm -hmm. Um if the system is failing you, don't be part of that system. Don't be a part of that failure. I know what's gonna happen in the comments. People are gonna say it's easy to say that because you need to make a living. And if you have a dangerous, no, think about it, Susanna. If you are in a dangerous job, you are in the police force. Mm -hmm. I remember hearing once that like the New York City police force is like mm -hmm. the biggest gang you could join. You wanna mm -hmm. join a gang? Join the police. Yeah. Right? Because that's how they move. Mm -hmm. And that's what I read. That's what mm -hmm. I heard or what I read. Imagine you've joined that kind of fraternity of sorts. Yeah. And these people are armed and they have the ability to set you up. If you were to decide to roll on them or to leave or to do anything that they have decided is not consistent with what they want, mm -hmm. they have the means to hurt you. And a lot of people are strong armed into participating in things that they don't want to participate in. Yeah. And we have to leave room for the reality of that. You know, we can't, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to excuse it. You're still doing the act. You're still doing whatever it is you're doing, whatever mm -hmm. drugs you're allowing to pass, whatever, whatever woman you've murder, assaulted, yeah. whatever mm -hmm. murder you look the next way. Mm -hmm. You are wrong because i did read um i don't know if it was a reputable article i don't even remember where i read it but the new york city police were given a quota for giving people tickets right yes yeah they were and so 
they were giving people tickets left and right and obviously mm-hmm. they were disproportionately i don't know if i use that word properly giving minorities a lot more tickets right. for different shit mm-hmm. and it had nothing to do with whether they committed a crime or not yeah. and then if you have an unpaid ticket for whatever reason guess what you have a warrant out you could go to jail or you no. didn't pay a ticket we're gonna pick Deport you up it. and then mm-hmm. yes if you're mm-hmm. an immigrant now you can get deported yeah and we can go down the rabbit hole of how the american justice system is also layered in a lot of money handling mm-hmm. once you've been arrested if there's a bail now you have to make bail if you can't make bail you have to stay in jail if you don't yeah. want to stay in jail now your family you have to take a loan have to go to mm-hmm. a bail bondsman mm-hmm. now they owe the bail bondsman but that gets you a criminal record Yes. Which is sets you back. Sets you back. You can't get a job. Because mm-hmm. why? Because no. now it's on the job application mm-hmm. asking you how many job applications you've done. Mm-hmm. Where they ask you straight up, mm-hmm. have you ever committed a crime? Yeah. And they say on the application, it's not going to stop you from getting a job. You know, equal Bullshit. opportunity. Mm-hmm. But that's not true. I found a positive. What's that? That we're getting used to record and bring it to everybody's attention yeah and the more we keep on talking about it the more we keep recording the more we keep outing these motherfuckers the better is the chance for a change if there is any um i'm sorry Uh, for my chair this noise is our chairs We're still working on this. We're working on the setup. (laughs) And um, just now, while Susanna was rounding off or finishing off what she had to say, Mm -hmm. I leaned over to pick up Bonnie, so there's going to be a very loud sound. (laughs) Susanna's birthday's coming up. So we will be doing a birthday episode. Yes. And we decided that we were going to look at crimes either committed on her birthday, which is mm-hmm. the 23rd of September, or by people on their birthdays, mm-hmm. or something just something birthday e. Yes, something birthday related. <laughs> so look out for that. We will have a fun bit. Well, not fun for the people who get I killed. will ask for a clueless. That's what you want? Yes, that's my birthday gift. Oh my God. So that's yes. even more work. I have to find. Yes. Oh go for it i'm gonna look i'm gonna see what i can find thank you i'm trying my best okay (laughs) so we know nothing please go to the sources linked on our instagram at criminally clueless or on our website at criminallyclueless.com to get the real tea follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a like or review so we can dominate those ratings remember we might be clueless but that's not a crime night night